Welcome to a look into the future, where we ask, what would you do if you can go to the future and ask yourself questions about how to grow your firm, how to transition to advisory services, and more? Well, luckily for us, we can just ask the time traveler himself, Paul Latham, and learn from the knowledge we need at our firms today to evolve into advisory services and become the most relevant advisor to our clients. Now, Paul brings three highly important things with him. Number one, he's built a successful accounting practice in the UK. So he understands us accountants, right? We want someone to understand us. In fact, he built his firm into an advisory powerhouse, which sold for 45 million in 2001. Number two, he's taken a business public, built it to a market value in excess of $400 million. So he understands not just his accountants, but what business owners want and value and how we need to provide it to them. And finally, and most importantly, number three, we don't need to invent the flux capacitor. We don't need to go get Dr. Who. We can just ask Paul and learn from the transition he made 20 years ago in the UK into providing business advisory services as that trend is here today in the United States. As always, I'm Garrett Wagner, your entrepreneurial CPA channel host, and I'm joined by Paul Latham of Hainrock Solutions. Now, Paul, today, I want to, last time we talked about accountants trying to make this transition to business advisory services, and it got me thinking about this. Very similarly, what's, from what you see, what's the most common reason you see why accountants sometimes fail to sell these business advisory services to their clients? Hi, Gareth. Uh, yeah, it's another really good question. It's obviously a subset of what we talked about in a previous episode. If we're talking specifically about selling business advisory services, I actually think there's two really big factors. Um, one is that the accountant lacks the confidence to sell. And the second one is all to do with what the client perceives and the client's perception of the accountant. And if we look at the first one, the accountant lacking the confidence, we, we, we actually did cover this in that previous episode where we talked about the reasons why the accountant lacks confidence is to do with having a not having a system, not having a process, not being able to sustain it, but also needing some coaching to become, if you like, the expert in the room so that they're as confident and comfortable doing business advisory uh, and selling it as they are within traditional services. So I'm not going to go into that in too much more detail, that side of it, but certainly the accountant lacking confidence is, is a big factor that has to be addressed. I don't know. Before I go on, do you want to comment on that one, Gareth, at all? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think for, from my side, when I see accountants and we provide coaching, that confidence is, is a big issue. And really, it's, as you said last time, that process helps. And really, as accountants, we just need to get started. I mean, the best way to overcome that lack of confidence and this, this fear of, of this new area is we got to get into it. You got to try it. As you do, you become more comfortable with it and learn that it's not all that impossible to provide business advisory services, no different than providing tax and audit advice. Yeah. There's a similar framework, but we've got to step up to the plate and be willing to do it. It's just, just step one. Yeah, and it's, it's no different, to, like I said before, you know, it's no different to learning to swim or riding a bike. You, know, you wouldn't expect to be great at learning to swim or riding a bike the very first time you tried it. Um, and similarly with business advice, but you know, do it two or so, three. So Paul, you're saying, you're saying like two, you weren't riding a bike like, like a pro? Yeah. I wasn't. And in fact, I still fall off occasionally. So, you know, it's one of those things where you can keep on learning and having a coach is good. But certainly that's one factor, that whole side 
of the accountant lacking confidence in selling. And, and, and by the way, I, I don't think lacking confidence in selling just applies to business advice when it comes to accountants. You know, it's not an area where they're typically very confident. Um, but, but just parking that side of it for the moment, I think probably an even bigger issue specifically with selling business advisory services as, as well as the accountant lacking confidence is all to do with the client's perception. Because you see, the accountants as a peer group, um, they've created a perception of themselves in the typical business owner client's mind. And you know, I, I'm obviously generalizing here, but on the whole, clients see their accountant as a backward looking reactive beast. Mm -hmm. um, they do not see them or think, oh, business advice, I'll go and talk to my accountant. Um, so you start from in tennis parlance, you know, the, the accountant starts from sort of love 30, love 40 down to some extent here. You know, that, that, that they've created this image of themselves where they do tax. Um, so you, you've got to change, if you're gonna sell business advice, the accountant has to change that perception. And, and the bottom line is, that is not gonna happen in one meeting. Um, you know, I, I've talked to you before, Garrett, and said, you know, once you get going on with, in terms of business advice for a client, you, you, know, you, you should expect to be earning 20 plus thousand dollars per annum as a recurring fee with a combination of vision meetings, accountability meetings, planning, and so on. But if you went into one meeting and tried to sell that, you're going to fail. You're not going to change the perception in one meeting. You're going to fail. So the phrase I always use is baby steps. You need to take baby steps to sell business advice. And, and you know, obviously you can, uh, different accountants can, can break this down in different ways, but certainly we advocate at Hayden Rock, we advocate a four-step process. And step one is to use a phrase, get the client to do something. And, and, and in our terms, get the client to do something is just go through a diagnostic. We use a thing called the biz diagnostic. And by the way, we wouldn't be charging the client for that or suggesting you charge the client for that. You're positioning this as, got this new process. Um, I'd be really interested in your feedback. You know, I'd be interested in you taking it, going through it and, and giving, giving me your perception. And if, if you do that, we'll also be in a position to look at your uh, strengths and weaknesses and problems. And certainly I'll, if you do that, I'll be in a better position to provide proactive advice. So what have we got to lose? Would you mind doing that? And I would suggest that, assuming that was scripted properly and phrased properly, um, most clients recognize, yeah, that, that's going to take me 20, 30 minutes. What's the harm in that? And they do it. And so you've got the client to do something. Once they've done that diagnostic, you know that certain features are going to come out from that. So when you then meet up to talk through their diagnostic, what you're actually going to do is reposition the client because once and they're very predictable we've talked before about the type of business owner and they're probably a plate spinner plate spinner in the in, the in between zone so they will reveal that in their diagnostic they absolutely will i've never seen one yet that hasn't revealed that sort of plate spinning tendency and so somewhere through that second second meeting uh you can begin to position the client where you say where you where the client will recognize themselves as that plate spinner and again you have to use a form of words but 
when it boils down to this, once they've recognized that they're a plate spinner and they can spin 15 plates, um, they also recognize that they can't spin anymore, or maybe, maybe they can spin one more, but they aren't gonna spin 30. They're not gonna double the size of their business by spinning twice as many plates. So they're stuck with spinning a number of plates that they, that they can already spin. Definition of insanity is keep on doing the same things and expecting something different to happen. So if you want to grow your business, I think maybe we should try something different. Tell you what, why don't we try this thing? We call it a vision workshop. It's a one day structured process we can underpin it by a guarantee um, and let's do it. Would you, would you want to try that? And, and by the way, you'd agree a fee for that. That's step three, you know, here's the vision which, why do we try this? It's gonna take less than a day, four or five hours. Price, my, my price for that is X. But I tell you what, if you, if you, you know, after an hour, if you hate it, if you're really not enjoying it, just tell me and we'll stop. <laughs> if you're really hating it, I won't even charge you for it. We'll stop, we'll go to the pub and we'll have a beer. Uh, it's not the end of the world. And what you're doing there is you're putting a bit of a safety net for the client to try something. By the way, I've done, I, I have no idea how many vision workshops I've done in my life, but I've never yet found one that's called on that guarantee. And if you follow a structured process, then you can pretty much guarantee that you're going to bring some value out for that client. But the point is, by step three, you've got paid as that one-off thing, in that case, a vision workshop, but it's not a long-term commitment. The client isn't saying, I'm, you know, I'm suddenly now signing up a retainment, retainer agreement for $30,000 a year. But what you have done in that meeting is you've demonstrated your value. And, and, and what will come out of that meeting is a one-page plan or uh, some sort of an action plan. And you sort of have a certain predictability then as to what's going to come out of those. And one of the things you know is going to come out is, and they know, is that, yes, they've got these plans to do things, but are they going to do them without some accountability and somebody holding them accountable? And they know as well as you do that they won't. And so you say, well, tell you what, why don't we have some regular meetings? You know, maybe, maybe monthly, maybe bi-monthly, 12 years, six a year, where I'm going to hold you accountable so that you actually achieve what it is you want to achieve. And if you sort of follow that through there, Gareth, what we've followed is a four-step process. Step one, we got the client to do something. Free of charge, diagnostic. Step two, we reviewed that. Again, free of charge, repositioned client, recognized they're a plate spinner. Step three, get them to pay for something. Vision workshop, underpinned by guarantee. Step four, regular meetings. Now we're into our retainer and, and they're probably paying us two and a half or so, $3,000 uh, a month. And you know, suddenly we're into $20,000, $30,000 a year. And we suddenly sold business advisory, but all the way along that process, what you've done is you've made it easy for the client to say yes, or I'll try it. What you've not tried to do is sell it all in one meeting and change that perception. I think that type of a process is critical if you're going to sell business advisory. And if you try and do it in one go, you're going to spectacularly fail. And, you know, Paul, one of the things I noticed as you were saying that is how vastly different that is from how CPA firms sell tax and the test work. You know, a tax return, a client calls and says, hey, I need my tax return. Is it personal or business? How much is it? And you say it's 500 bucks, 1,000, 2,000, 10,000, whatever. And they say, okay, perfect. Or if it's an audit, can I get a proposal? Yeah. Okay, yep. Here's a proposal for an audit for $20,000. Yep. They review a bunch yep. of proposals and they say, perfect, I'm in. There is no long process that there is no like introduction offer get to know you feel it out it's it's they're buying product 
yeah and, and and i think as well i mean you will get some clients who will say well you know, what happens after that and how much you know might it cost and and you say well first of all I, you know i don't know because we've not gone through the first step and i don't know what your problems are so it's really hard for me to be precise and it sort of depends a little bit on how fast you want to move some clients want to move slow some clients want to move faster you know and in between so these things can all be tailored but if i said to you what was typical then you know typically it might end up in a process that's costing about two thousand five hundred dollars a month but you're nowhere near to that yet you're not making that decision why don't you just you know, try this step out and only go forward with that if you've got value out of it and by the way i'm going to put that guarantee in place and underpin it if you're not enjoying it I, i'm not even going to charge you for it and then paul it seems like the just natural next step is okay they're paying say 2500 dollars a month for the proactive advice well then just you tack on to that monthly fee the the tax return so now they're paying three grand a month yes they're 100 and they're happy they have they have one set bill they're taken care of you do yeah but the really important thing i think is to break that bill down i've talked before about selling boxes of product yes. So that you know these are accountability meetings yeah and i'm just going to make some numbers up they're not necessarily the price but you know say they were having monthly and say we're charging a thousand dollars a month then yeah. that's you know there's a thousand a thousand a month or twelve thousand is for accountability that's what we do in those meetings we're not going to mix them up with tax advice or some other type of advice you're specifically getting accountability as opposed to tax planning which we may do once or twice a year and so on and break and then you can pull it all together and come up with an overall monthly retainer but what we've done is we've re, we've been very clear about what we're doing for the money yes and, and, and so what we don't do is say two thousand five hundred dollars a month which in my world might be jumping three foot and then yep. end up doing twice as much yeah. as we should. and we talked about before you know go check out a prior episode we talked about how, how to box in your services and provide yeah. that pricing yeah. Similar idea, and, and clients love that. And to wrap this up on here, as we wrap up, selling business advisory services, it's very different than selling compliance services. Absolutely. Recognize that difference. Once again, process, take them through that process. You'll be surprised how comfortable they are with it because this isn't a new process. What you're describing there, Paul, is a pretty standard sales multi-step process. Yep. You get them interested, you demonstrate your value, you convey value, and you find what their price point is. I'm going back to my original point about there being two things, the accountant's confidence and the client's perception. These things sort of build off each other because yeah. if you follow that process or something similar to, as I've just described, mm. and it works, yeah. obviously that has a, a building effect on the accountant's confidence. And, and so you know, you're on a nice positive spiral where, yeah. where you know, your confidence is growing. You're confident you're going to change the perception of the client. You follow the process. It works. And, and so on and that's and that becomes a very self-sustaining process i love it you feel better as you go so that was some great advice today paul how to kind of really help accountants understand how to better sell business advisory services i hope everybody watching learned something i know i did and if you want to see if you're really ready to sell business advisory services how structured are you with your bit your um vision plan and desire take the test take your pre-business survey See how you are. See what the metrics come back for you. It's a special offer for watching the show. We'll probably review the results of the business survey and have a quick meeting to wrap up the results and what it means for your firm and how ready you are for the future. And I encourage everybody watching to take the test. 
So with that, that's it for the episode. Thank you as always for watching. You can always click to subscribe to the YouTube channel. And we challenge you today to take action to change the world and invest in yourself.